Hello and welcome to another Trading Psychology session as part of our Trading Psychology series. Today we're going to be discussing planning your losses. I believe that a key to successful trading is learning how to become comfortable with taking a loss. Um, traders are always interested in learning how I set my stops, especially with trades that last less than one hour. Um, losing traders often bring a measure of perfectionism to their work. I too am guilty of this, as it's in my nature to want to achieve the best result. So traders can equate a good trading day with a profitable day. This, however, can be a problem, because in actual fact, a good trading day is one in which you have followed your well-researched trade plan with focus and discipline. In other words, you planned your trade and you traded your plan. So good trading days over time will generate profits, but the uncertainty of the markets means that even the best laid trading plans can go awry. In the short term, you can't control your profitability. You can control whether or not you have a good trading day, which will generate profits over the long haul if you have adequately researched and back-tested your strategies. They say broken clocks are right twice daily, and so even unresearched strategies can occasionally yield profits. And those might seem like good trading days, but in reality, they reinforce the very qualities associated with failure. The perfectionistic trader equates taking a loss with experiencing failure, so in turn, this generates negative feelings of frustration. A more realistic trader, on the other hand, realises there is a degree of uncertainty built into the market and that losses are simply a cost of doing business. The aim, then, is to limit these losses as effectively as possible. Now let's talk about stop losses. There are three basic stop loss strategies, price-based, time-based and indicator-based. All of these can be back-tested in advance to make the taking of losses more automatic i.e. less emotional. Starting with price-based, most traders are familiar with price-based stops, despite not all adhering to them. I utilise price-based stops as part of my trade plan when time and indicator-based fail to take me out of a trade. Now, I view each trade as a hypothesis. So, for example, if I take a long on the Dow Jones on a smaller time frame, it's because I've identified a potential low point of support. Perhaps I've noticed that the S&P and NASDAQ have also dropped to significant key levels of support, so I may place my stop below this support. And so by saying that the prior low is an important low, I am hypothesizing that this pullback is the first in an upswing. Therefore, if we return to the prior low, my hypothesis is not supported and I need to protect my remaining capital. Now, key to making such price-based stops work is setting your entries near your high or low points so that losses will not be excessive. On short-term trades, this means I'm examining one minute, five minute, 15 minute charts along with my various other confluences. Remember, if the patterns you are trading only historically test out 50% of the time, you must keep the size of your losers much smaller than the average winners to make your system profitable. Now moving on to time-based, the second stop-loss approach makes use of time 
So one system I trade is designed to maximize any volume at the start of the London session. The stop itself is generally there as a rule of thumb to ensure any sudden volatility in the wrong direction does not result in a large loss. If the desired profit has not been achieved during the opening period, um, then you know, my, you know, this may last anywhere from like five minutes to two hours when I say opening period, then I'll look to return to trade the US session. Um, I'd look to repeat the process by attempting to capitalize on any short term on any short term volume. And the logic for such a time based stop is as follows. I try to enter short term trades where momentum is increasing in the direction of the trade. If I have been successful, the position should become profitable fairly quickly. If the market stays flat or choppy, it's most likely that uh, I did not read price action correctly. This allows me to close my position early, even if price has not hit my stop. Trades are proportional to the holding period. This means the amount of time you hold a trade will vary depending on your personality, amount of risk and risk tolerance. You know, in other words, your pain threshold. Therefore, when putting together your trade plan to include risk management and strategy, I encourage you to factor holding period into account. Now, indicator-based is the third stop-loss methodology, and I spend much of my time backtesting indicators because the relationship with price action is always shifting. For example, I have three main strategies which I use on a regular basis. They all encompass some form of indicator. Now, depending on the time of year or global news events, these indicators may work well or not so well. My goal, therefore, is to identify what is currently working, uh, keep doing it until it degrades, then tweak accordingly. Indicators can help identify when price action has hit an extreme level. And so such information can be helpful in setting stops or when setting stops. For example, uh, one of my strategies involves divergence. This powerful but simple indicator helps me identify potential reversal, uh, reversal levels, thereby allowing me to enter at the beginning of a move or exit towards the end. Now, stops are a psychological tool. So armed with such intel may help to provide an edge in the markets. Not only this, but stops can be used as a psychological tool because once stops are set, they can be mentally reassuring. A good loss is a planned one. The only true market failures are the ones that are unintended. So it is an irony that successful traders plan for failure, whereas unsuccessful ones fail to plan.